0: So badly.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh i so badly. It. I, uh, by the way, I want to uh, give a shout out to Greg McManus for being a jerk. He's, uh, he's a he's a mean old man. Uh see, the thing is, people don't understand. I guess their Twitter feeds are public, and he said all of his podcasts are boring. And I said, <laughs> thanks. I hope Greg understands our sense of humor by now. I assume I he, think does. he does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw me. I went after him, and um, that's. I what saw you that, invited everyone except him yeah everyone please invited. join us exactly. everyone
0: except greg whatever greg go be a nebraska fan you're there anyway exactly you're halfway there jerk
1: i think he really 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 hates nebraska a lot that's why i think it'd be a good bit it's a great bit
0: Welcome to a truncated, boiled sports, handsome hour. We're going to cram an hour of handsomeness into gonna, maybe a half we're, hour. We're going to to be hard to do. We're going to try to. We're going to cram it in. It's really gonna be, shove it in. It's going to be tight it. and delicious. Uh, like it's, not,
2: is e- it's not even nighttime. We're not even drinking bourbons. No, I man, know. I don't usually
0: have guys. coffee during the handsome hour, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I am. coffee. Uh, Gosh, I just, what am I doing? This is Jay. We've got daylight. This is like we got boiler down. We got a niche, and what this reminds me of is one of the few times I ever went to Breakfast Club at Harry's, and I came out at like 11 a.m. and the sun was shining, and oh, I was like, "What, what is- the hell's going on here?" And the sun shines in through the windows. That's something you don't realize when you go to bars at night, and then you go to them during the day. Whoo! That, like that glass, that glass, transparent a and
1: translucent you. alike. <laughs> Right in there, it hurts.
0: No, they were glass. What I mean, they're always just that, dark. Exactly. Didn't even know it worked. Not usually looking at the windows. Uh, anyway, it's a handsome. It is. I don't know what week it is. I don't know. I don't care. This is. This is, doesn't matter anymore. Purdue is. What is the Purdue's even record? Two, and, two three? and three? Man, I've I've clearly started to tune it out. But I will say, someone yeah. was listening when I think I publicly said or maybe I said to you guys, the game I want more than any is coming up saturday so maybe there was someone was listening and they said okay you don't get any more then you just get that one (laughs) which honestly would would feed my soul for a while i will say
1: you would be be much happier with a win over scotty frost than you would
0: over iu scott frost deserves to take it on the chin but also because i use they're good they they, they're they're legitimately good and none of us i think have an issue with that you know what (laughs) If they want to suck for 20 or 30 years at a time and be good for a season or two, that's fine with me. That's fine. That's it. I take that. Handle. Yeah. And and it's really hard, as you put it put on Twitter. I mean, it's hard with, you know, it's always bad when you tear something in your Phoenix. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's tough it's, to have a damaged
0: Phoenix. <laughs> it's too bad for them. I'm, I'm serious. Completely away bad. from
1: that. Yeah, it is. I like, I mean, I like the guy. And I I, I want to be clear about this. If, if Purdue happens to get Michael Penix's cousin or brother i will make fun of that name as well <laughs> i am it, it, it this is not this is not limited to just iu and that name is so simple
0: oh it's it's, it's perfect really for our idiocy is really what it's perfect for.
1: no i feel bad for the kid i mean that's the thing i, I it's it's lousy and i and i said that on the feed i really feel bad for him, legit and i feel bad for iu fans again i i know it's very odd for us to be touchy-feely with iu but this that sucks man they're they're playing really well and he's he's the, you know I, I did a little statistical dive into his performance this year and he's actually having an off year comparatively but he's thrown for a ton of yards cuz they're passing so much and fry fogel and um uh, uh watt Fillier are, are are both you know having big game after big game i mean that's the thing they have weapons so
0: so uh, that's it for the IU hens that's it enough. <laughs> enough thanks for joining us we'll just we'll just quietly switch our allegiance and just not pretend completely like it's normal oh yeah
2: nine Indiana.
0: just the rest of the season be like what are you talking like a carbonero effect thing where you're like I don't know what you I don't know what you're saying Purdue I don't what know, know what the last about? 14 years made. always been yeah. <laughs> huge, <laughs> huge IU
1: fans what check out AJ's they got 20 beers on tap and when you are in West Lafayette you know where to go for boiled sports favorite burger that's AJ's eatajs.com so, well, it's uh, it's 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 a beautiful day here in Indiana. Twenty-two nice, nice. degrees.
0: I see uh, the sun shining in your window, though. Yep. Yep. That's
1: uh, nice. Yep. It's 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 brisk though. It feels cold, and and that tells me that Saturday's game versus Nebraska will be in cold weather.
0: Not a problem. Shouldn't be a problem. Well, I don't think the cold is the problem, right? Is it going to rain or snow? It's uh,
2: precipitation.
1: As of, is... as of right now, I don't think so. Right? Have you guys yeah. checked?
2: I know, but the pre- it's the precipitation. I think yes. that's that's where yes. the the uh, you know Achilles' heel comes in.
1: It's the huge problem. Uh, it's it's a massive problem and it's real. Uh, but the here's this year though. The good news is they haven't needed that to suck. So
0: uh, <laughs> I was going to say, is it a bigger problem than calling quarterback draws when you have Bell and Moore on the field? I don't know. I don't know who's to say. Who's is to say? <laughs> uh, it's. Uh,
1: it's been a it's been a tough to swallow season, but uh, I got an email yesterday from a good pal of mine. He said he said Have you noticed how many close games there during prom tenure, there's there's generally five to seven. A Have season. we noticed? No, five to watch, seven. This a is a like a mom text. Right. Yeah. This is like another Well, but honestly, I, so the things I remember when you know how my brain works, I don't remember a whole bunch, Nobody but I do does. remember those bad losses, right? I remember losing to Rutgers twice. I remember losing to Eastern Michigan. You know, th- those games really stick out in my mind, right? The one in Nevada, right? So those bad games, if you get rid of those, by the way, all those games are within a touchdown. All those lousy losses are within a touchdown. If you mm-hmm. get rid of that loss, right, the program looks better. The Bulls are better. All this stuff feels.
2: Better. See, okay. can we can we address this head-on right sure. now? Can Let's we address the idiocy that is happening? is tiller tiller's first year um i think when some people there I
1: are two- that is not the case for me
2: exactly there are two people that there are two classes of people that kind of um like come up when you're when they bring up people like acres um it's that it, one of them is like Either you are you remember it or you live through it and you just forgot it. The other is if I am just looking through, if I'm a Purdue fan that has, you know, been a fan for the last 10 years or so and just you're just looking on the Wikipedia and you're just looking at the wins and losses like I think a lot of people who are bringing up Baker's names are the people that just look at the record. And it's I think you're
1: absolutely right.
2: And that's (laughs) that's why the Minnesota game bugs me. Is because eventually the pass interference memory will fade, and, and it's it will
0: just—it's just, just a loss.
2: But he's still.
0: But Akers record is still far worse.
2: Akers' best season
0: was Brahms' worst season thus far. Right. Four and eight. Like, stop! Stop it! Yeah. Just stop so it. The I, so Michael I Jordan. Was, gift. I was, I was stop it, a
1: young lad. When 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 Acres, I think I was in sixth grade. I think that's right. I, that was nineteen eighty-six when Acres became coach. I
0: thought it was eight but whatever it's around there yeah it's like 87 to 90 or something and the reason i think
1: six is because jim everett's 85 team was supposed to be really good and was ranked in the preseason and didn't make a bowl and that was it for burt and so i think if i'm if i'm remembering everything lines up were everett and woodson together their senior year i think they were and they won the bucket but the team had a losing record so that next year 86 Akers came in, a lot of hoopla, lot of people were excited. UT coach, you know, yeah, you know yeah. a great former coach. Uh, clearly, his best days were behind him, but he came in. He didn't come in like Mac Brown at UNC. He came in really bad in every way. I called Fred Akers' radio show like second game of the season when I was in. When I, was, uh, <laughs> when I was like, how much years. has changed? My, dad, my dad's like, yeah, you should call him. I said, okay, so there's this horrible. You know,
2: voice, yeah, you know.
0: Um, As opposed to sure. your dulcet, velvety voice now. Yeah, it's beautiful, right? the beautiful. developed
2: yet. <laughs> Hey, it's recognizable. That's what we know. I can
1: tell you, I sound especially horrible to me on those little mini twitter vignettes i've been doing just to get stuff well, your
0: phone is capturing it it's oh, not so
1: it's not the bit. same as
0: one of these fancy microphones it's
1: literally like i am talking. no
0: it's not bad i love it when we meet people at tailgates and they're like i know you <laughs> 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 you they, you're the guy i know your voice. voice Yeah. anyway go on so you called acres, so I I called
1: acres and said i was excited and that i hope they do really well and i think i asked who would be starting at quarterback um you said i, I haven't met the team yet that Stan Fox, maybe. Okay. So anyway, so the the whole point. I remember this era pretty well. Okay. This is much better than Aker. Okay. <laughs>
2: it, and even well, the even the Hope ones. Are, the, the
1: the they got hammered this, by by really good teams.
2: The similarities. By begin and end at the record yeah. and what did we talk about all through the you know through the end of the hope years and all throughout the hazel years it is about the foundation it's about the machinery it's about everything danny hope was building a paper tiger he inherited uh not a, kind of a declining you know yeah. um, oh, yeah. infrastructure from both oh, yeah. purdue athletics and from joe tiller um yeah. as much as we love him one of the, you know, two most successful coaches in Purdue football history. Um, and, it, you know, but in the end, he didn't leave, uh, you know, his handpicked successor with much. And all he was all um, hope was doing was not even treading water. He wasn't even like building any. Pro- it wasn't program building. It was tightrope walking right. where if you're up there and you're successfully doing it, it's real exciting. You know, a couple of the Ohio State wins, <laughs> but if you lose it's really balance, real exciting. Shot, yeah. if you lose balance for just one second. There's no net to catch you, and it and gets problem, and it gets
1: real scary, real quick. Like you're down by 21 points in the first quarter, sometimes, and that. And type the rate.
2: problem is, you when you fall, <laughs> and you hide It hurts. It, it hurts. And the thing is, like you, the Purdue football, Purdue athletics then thought all they had to do was write the check, so they brought in uh daryl hazel for a big check and they said all we're going to build all of these beautiful facilities wrote the big check but the problem is that a foundation takes time to build and the problem is during the hazel era while some of the facilities and all this was being upgraded nothing on the field was right and so it's like why are we even comparing why are we doing this to ourselves these are a few losses and they're bad, and you can be angry about them. And I'll I finish am. with this. We are, but we were pissed off right, on right. Saturday. But it's like you can't you you do not fall into the pit of comparing this to the depths of Purdue football, where literally, you know, that eight year period was the lowest that Purdue football has ever been,
1: yeah, yeah. I, and there's a chart that uh, my son found for me. He sent it to me, showing the depths how really historically bad it was during the Hazel era. But the, the 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 big thing that I think is is probably if I could if I could sum up some of the idiocy that we've been hearing the last few days is that people's expectations were raised. They thought that because Which Jeff Brom was that's a good thing. I think Brom would want the fan base to believe there are our those
0: expectations now. That's the only
2: thing. But go Absolutely. On.
1: Yeah, but so with, with, that, with that high salary, I think people expect uh, a modicum of success. If you're looking for a gift for somebody who is really hard to buy for, check out gridironmetalworks.com. Get a Purdue great or get one with one of the military branches on there from your friends and family or even another school. They have some other licenses. You know, there's only one school that matters to us though here. gridironmetalworks.com, our pals, Purdue people
2: unbelievable a... amount of people who are in other people's pockets <laughs> i mean like the the amount of well we pay jeff brahm this much I, who, we? this is a good point i want hold on before you Who's get into this is much, we? i want
1: everyone to listen That's if you ever funny. have this in the background come and put your hands put on your fist and yeah. and
2: tune in to niche because this is a good point listen go ahead up. You know what? If you donate less than three million dollars to the Purdue Athletic <laughs> Department, you do not pay Jeff Brown's salary. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: if you happen if you to be want... a lawyer,
2: yeah, who? If you... Oh yeah, if you B- if it's you are a fifty-dollar $50 yeah. check. <laughs> You know, we're not going to be specific at people who may not be in general. Somebody
1: came at. So I hate the word embarrassed when we talk about football performance or basketball performance. I hate the word embarrassed, okay? The reason I hate the word embarrassed is you look at the definition. It talks about being ashamed and self-conscious when you go out and you talk about that entity. Jay, in your Purdue sweatshirt right now, my Purdue t-shirt, Anisha has a boiled sports gear on, probably a Purdue shirt underneath, I have not had one part of me that ashamed or embarrassed about being a purdue fan this year or really ever under jeff brown these guys have never done anything that makes me feel personally embarrassed by them
0: there are and i would like to to add to that there are pressing things in college football all the yes, time there's embarrassing, the pro- embarrassing coaches that are truly deserve that moniker ad's departments cover-ups fans there are embarrassing examples that you can use that for and and, and you're true, right purdue has rarely really even gone up near that line like but a bad performance it's disappointing it's upsetting you can say those things but you yeah you're right you can't they're not cheating they're not covering up child rape you know just for example right?
1: jay you would call yourself a wordsmith right Words matter. Hmm. Saying the word embarrassed gets my attention, and it got my attention on Saturday night, and I said, the, I, I disagree with the idea that you think that you are embarrassed by, um, by what's happening right now. Um, and then I said, I am not embarrassed by what's happening now. We have been through eras of Purdue football. Like, for instance, when your starting quarterback gets caught plagiarizing a paper or cheating, that's embarrassing to me. Okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm out of line here, but that's embarrassing. When your when your ex-starting quarterback goes to jail because he pushed his girlfriend down the stairs or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I, I can't remember the exact example, or sexual harassment or sexual uh, assault. Those things are embarrassing. When you have a coach that tells a witness to a sexual assault to not go to the police, that's embarrassing. That's are you shameful.
2: Te- so you're telling me that running on, you know, quarterback sneak on third and three isn't, doesn't, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> doesn't qualify? Stupid. It's not It pisses me off, okay. and
1: it does not embarrass me. But let, so
2: now, <laughs> now. Let, let's scale everything, you know, because the point here is that words matter and, you know, all of these kind of things. Do not get hyperbolic with all of this. Do not call for his head because it's such idiocy, No, you know, it needs to be bounded. Now, let's be angry about the actual football. That's it. You can be sure. mad. At the football that is being played, at the game plans that are being uh, yeah. p- called, and, and all of this, okay. it has been—it's
1: okay, absolutely. Like it's been perplexed, but be mad—that's okay. No one's telling you not to be mad at that.
2: I, he does, Jay. J- J- money, the, the 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 call should be just like with Painter. What you said was the call should not be fire Jeff Brom. The call should be Brom do better. Yeah, yeah. It, If you're not
0: happy with someone, something or someone you care about is your, like if it was a employee that you cared about, if it's a family member that you cared about, does something that you, someone you care about in some way, professional or personal, and they don't do a good job, is the idea that just cut them loose? Or do you say, I expect more from you because you're capable of more? And maybe that's a silly comparison, but I don't think it is. I think if it's something you care about and you think they're the right person? Two things can be true. You can be disappointed in something and also supportive.
1: Yeah. So, so here's the thing. I I, I seem to, <clears throat> Jay. I think you're you're trying to be logical here and comparing real life and things that people can relate with to football and coaching ath- athletic decisions. Now, the, Jay, you're in management right now, correct?
0: I'm part of the establishment.
1: Okay. That's and that's I'm and I'm doing this to make a point. Anish, do you manage any people? I really don't know the answer to that. Okay, so you have, what, three or four people under you, Anish? Yeah. Jay, you have five to ten people under you, right? Sure. Okay. Sure. So the the, the question is, do you only hold that dark cloud of firing to
0: motivate? Is that the only thing you, <laughs> you do? Right. No. Right? Never. Last resort. Absolute last resort.
1: But Almost people never seem to
0: think that the only way we can
1: hold Jeff Brom and this staff accountable is firing Jeff Brom. I do not understand that's that.
0: That's a sports but that's a sports thing. The same as knowing what every athlete and coach makes. Like think about it. You don't know what everybody in your professional career makes. You don't know everybody's salary publicly, but we do when it comes to sports. And so then we do this leap where you're like
1: it's very, very big.
0: <laughs> but you don't know how mu- you don't know how big. And and like so, so it's become this. I don't know if binary is the right word to use there, but it's become this: like either he's amazing, or we should fire him, and there's no in between.
2: And it's so, ridiculous. What, what the what the salary uh, and the facilities and all this represents are these raised expectations, and I think that is okay to talk about. The reason that we have the expectations is because Brom proved that he is. Like he is able to be held to those high expectations. He is an in-demand coach. He is a very brilliant coach. And look at every metric possible. he He uh, revived Purdue football from day one, literally from can, game one.
0: I don't Over. know if you can hear the uh, circular saw in the background, not just this is something we had to
2: no? yeah, it's oh, just um very, very gritty, very raw. I like it. But it well, uh, so but from day one, now, let's get to the game. Because it is it is able we are able to then shift and say those raised expectations have not been met whatsoever this year. Um, I mean, in the first half, Purdue, I think, went something like four for seven in you know scoring uh, when they got into the red zone. We talked about that again. Still not great. Red. But, di- but it's, uh, you know what? I'll live with it, Scott especially Improvement. The they're up twenty three thirteen. They were at twenty three thirteen in yeah. the second half. Here were the red zone. Um, here were the red zone stats. Red zone touchdown, a midfield interception. So these are the all of the possessions. These aren't even. There were four of there them. There weren't many. So it's very no. easy to count. Red zone touchdown, That's midfield so interception, a backfield punt, and a backfield punt. Meanwhile, was allowed a ten minute drive a 10 minute drive. Now we can be upset at the offensive play calling. We can be upset at, you know, uh, you know, things like running on, you know, quarterback sneak was it third or fourth down whatever. Um, but in the end it's the offense, it while not meeting our standards for a Jeff Brom offense has actually been in the top a third of the country it's somewhere like in around the 30th ranked uh in terms of uh uh you know the the advanced stats the defense has entirely let the team down and the the offense has a much higher ceiling than what they are performing but all there needs to be is some kind of floor on the defense
1: well th- so here I, I let me let me just counterpunch for one second and that is that the the Defense, while deplorable in the first two drives, if I m- remember correctly, just awful, just like they were the previous game, they didn't even stop for the first two drives. Didn't even slow them down the first two drives. Then they had four straight stops, the defense did. In, right?
2: in the in the first half, sure.
1: In the first half. And the offense did nothing with those four straight stops, if I remember correctly. Right after that, in the second half, the defense got back to its old ways at <laughs> the beginning of the first half and started just... You know, Rutgers was doing whatever they wanted against.
2: But them. the the offense converted on that safety. You know what I mean? So like, you know, the, uh, the defense got, you know, first of all, this is why you go for it in the red zone on fourth down at all times right. when you're right. Jeff Brom, because you set up a defense to, you know, uh, for opportunistic play like that. So they got the safety on the next possession, Purdue scored a touchdown. So there's a nine point swing right there. Right. Um, you again. The offense has not been great this year. Uh, the offense has not been a Jeff Brown offense this year. It's been frustrating. It has felt like the restrictor plates are on. It's not ideal. That being said, it's still putting up numbers, and it's still passable enough for, a, you know, a, you know a, and again, I know we can nitpick on this, but the pro, the point is that there there is a side of the, there are actually two, uh, you know, the d- defense and the special teams, are the sides of the ball that are not, you know, at least being average. That's my point. And we have the personnel on defense. Special teams has been some kind of Achilles heel for the last four years that I don't quite understand. Um, the offense has not been spectacular, really but it's not teams, been. Though,
1: was, it, was it first? Maybe I miss. Maybe I'm, my memory is failing me. But the, the, the original special coach at least had an idea. And they had a vision of the way things were going. They got better. I think he was there two seasons, correct? Mm. Right. They got better the second year than they did the first. They didn't start from a great place, um, and uh, but this year, what what we've seen this year has been horrible. What we saw last year was horrible. And Brom looks visibly angry at. Uh, he talks also visibly angry about the defensive scheme and the special teams play because that special teams that single play was so important, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Running, a, allowing a, a team to run back a touchdown for, on a kickoff is a huge deal. It was a huge momentum shift. And obviously, after that, I mean, school was I out mean, so they Florida.
2: followed the offense, followed that up with a really bad pick. I mean, like, you know, Plummer threw that, you know, I mean, just an absolute dud of a turnover. And then we had the Barnes ejection, um, which is what it is, you know, um, but. Those were, you know, from there, it didn't seem like, I don't know about you guys, but we've seen enough of these Purdue games where, like, there is no, there's no feeling of, like, after the pardon's ejection, like, it could have been uh, one touchdown, you know, within one touchdown, it could have been within three. Like, we weren't, like, I knew that we weren't going to, you know, come back and do this. And so that, but, you know, my point is that, um I don't know. To me, the the defense has been so spectacularly disappointing that um, you know there have been glimmers, uh, you know, not for whole games at a time of the offense being great and putting up numbers, but at least it's been there. Um, the defense is just, you know, unbelievably frustrating. And this is also why it's the you know uh, uh, hiring. I'm sure that Jeff Brom is mad um, you know at the scheme, but he hired a three-four coach at Purdue, like that's that's another big, huge frustration. It's the it same Daryl. It's the it same Daryl Hazel play. Yeah. I think Daryl Hazel could have been a decent coach at a place like Iowa.
1: Or idea of H- Hazel's philosophy being his downfall. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I look at it, the more I believe that is not the case. Hazel's downfall was not his offensive philosophy hazel's downfall was the fact that he was a lazy recruiter he burnt bridges with high school football coaches and he couldn't backfill needs he really didn't even know how to do it the guys that played for hazel they they take offense when anybody says the hazel teams were whatever well here's the problem there were individuals in on the hazel teams we've talked about it who were very very good players very good athletes went on to play in the nfl clearly he had Arm talent coming through there. He had, he had, he had quarterbacks coming through there. He had a couple of the positions that were, that were serviceable, but his recruiting was horrible. And that goes back to the program building idea. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have mattered if Daryl Hazel would have gone to Iowa or Wisconsin, right? Or Michigan state where you they sure kind of hang like their like hat. Sure, 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 sure. Right. It wouldn't have mattered because he could not build a program because he had no idea how to recruit.
2: But, but back to the, you need to scheme like you are at Purdue. That, I guess oh, this is he was a horrible
1: evaluator of talent he put people in the wrong position all the time
2: but he, at, you know with this defense you need to scheme like you are at this school. Where it's going to be, you know, where the ideal version of this is that the offenses are not, you know, are going to be lightning quick. They're going to take a lot of chances and the defense needs to be on the field a lot. They need to plan on being on the field a lot because this Purdue team is going to score in the 30s. And ideally, it's going to be something like the first half where there are a lot of possessions. And so, you know, to me. A 3 4 makes no sense. This is why I was a little bit. He, this and he's kind of. Diaco's kind of a lunatic, um, or why I wasn't terribly. But sometimes DCs him, but, being
0: lunatics, you know, sometimes that's okay. I mean.
2: But it, it's it, the scheme. When the scheme doesn't back, it all no, follows uh, the philosophy, right? The, saying, the, the crazy the schematic DC philosophy, is... as you can, you know, I, you know, it, it, it all flows from there. So to me, I don't know. Like, I, I. I I don't see much hope. And so I don't know what to do from here about this defense. Do you see it getting better in the next two games? Well, there has been glimmers.
0: No, I don't. Do you, Well, well, no, but as you pointed out, there were some glimmers where they got a few stops that were necessary and it got the team a lead. I don't know. As a coach, we talk about this all the time. We're not coaches. You coach up what worked, and you say, this is what we need more of. This thing you did for 10 minutes, we need that for 30 or more. And the other thing I would interject here on the whole you know, the offense has been good enough in a sense, but we know they could do more. Um, yeah, the this is another game where Purdue gets a lead and the second half is, is, is there yeah, background no, noise? It's
2: the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it's, it, but it's that good. it's emphasis. It's the anger is that coming. Oh, oh, yeah, the soft.
0: The soft. No, but this is another game where Purdue gets a lead and then the play calling gets now agree. They only have it's really hard to criticize it because the defense couldn't get off the field but it's another game where purdue has a lead and then jeff Mm -hmm. Brown gets a little conservative with the calling Mm -hmm. and i would argue not only do we have a lot of evidence that that's not how he should call games but now you've got a defense that you know you can't really rely on Mm -hmm. so you know you're going to need to score and be aggressive and go for it on fourth down fourth and short right you're going to need to do those things and i can't stand the shit when people say on like twitter or on broadcast that shows no faith in your defense That's fine. They're yeah, giving up we 35 have no points a game to teams. Rutgers. Who gives a shit? Let them prove that you should trust them. And those comments, somebody was saying that when they went forward. I'm like, it was like fourth and two inside the 15 or something like that. I can't remember exactly. It was early. And I was like, but that's how you should play. The odds of converting it are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And settling for field goals when you know you're going to need to score 30 mm-hmm. is just not the way to play. What is the harm at this point? They're two and three. What is the harm for going for the drug? Where Just are the trick plays? It. Where's
2: the 50 trick plays a year we heard about? So the the one problem, uh, you know, the also the other frustration that's very valid here: five targets for David Bell, last game, unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Just keep throwing it to him. He's gonna well, get the well, ball, especially see, if you're so Jack so Bum.
1: Brom talked about that specifically he, in the two press conferences since the game. He talked about one post-game, one in his normal Monday or Tuesday, whatever it is. Um, And he said, the problem we have is we only have one ball, and I would go a step further. The other problem is the defense was on the field all the time. The offense was only on the field for three plays, I think, in the fourth quarter. Um, This offense is predicated on lots of reps, getting the ball Mm -hmm. down the field, right, Mm -hmm. spreading the ball around. They didn't get many opportunities in the second half at all to do that. Um, But I would, again, I would argue that what you want to do with this defense, it seems to me, is you want to get into an arms race with teams. We're going to sling it around. If mm-hmm. we feel like it's going to be a close game, we want it to be one where it's up in the 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. We'll do better there than when a team grinds us down and, you know, beats us up. But,
2: you know, I, on. it's, it's, you know, per, and so back to the schematic thing, like they, you know, on, on defense, Rutgers in the, just in the fourth quarter, I think uh, converted four out of seven third downs. I mean, like you know, and then and I think they converted a couple of forts on that, you know, on that long drive. Meanwhile, like you said, Dowd Purdue, Purdue, you know, one drive, three plays, and a punt. Um, you know, I think Purdue blitzed something like eight times all game, and that resulted in seven Rutgers completions by the and backup the first, or third string quarterback. And I don't know
1: if this is this is kept uh, your track of any. How many times do they have three down linemen? And we have talked about yep. this over and over. It does thing. not all work of. with this
2: personnel. It yeah. doesn't work. You have to have absolute mothers up front, right? Yeah. yeah. There, there's no and other one. Not, not just one. You got all three, all yeah, and you have to have depth behind them too. Because the whole point of a three-four is to fill it, you know, is is to, you know, prevent the um, you know, defend the spade, defend the gap underneath the safeties, basically, because you're loading up there rather than on the line. So you have to have, you know, basically two deep six guys that can just come in and single-handedly change things at lsu you can do that at ohio state you can do that heck at wisconsin you might be able to do that
0: it's funny you bring up lsu i recall giving you a prediction on the ed season we'll i mean this
2: year yeah this oh,
0: year
1: no, I'm no. Here,
2: so yeah this year care. i agree you're, you're
1: going care. deeper though oh, you're you're okay. ready to, are you ready to go deeper on that what on that prediction about lsu jay
2: yeah, yeah i have
0: yeah, no, well, they're not going to do that again they're not going to come close to that again
2: well no college team has ever done that
0: you know. I just said not going to come close everyone acting like Ed O is oh he's got it figured out no he had Joe Burrow and and he had a good window there against Alabama and that Gene Wait, just
2: so, a- it's
0: just I don't know, I, don't, you know I, like I, Ed. I think he should be a permanent uh, interim, temporary coach, interim a, he's interim the best coach. guy to get your guys risen from the ashes He's terrific. But but that routine is only going to work for so long.
2: Anyway. It, it, it's the limitations of a motivator. And in right. the end, maybe that's all Diaco is. And I don't even know if he motivates that well. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But did I you do know that something's not after... right.
1: And So my – sound off here, Boilermakers. I, this is something I've been talking about a lot in Behind Closed Doors to different people, to you guys, uh, BS team, to friends on other, other uh, threads. Uh, right now, Brock Speck makes three hundred sixty thousand. Right now, <laughs> Bob Diaco makes
2: six hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah, That's but he, yeah, That's but three hundred is the four hundred at the top chair. That top chair is real nice. And job security, real nice.
1: Well, his job security is really nice, but he's also an older guy. He's probably made enough money where he's
2: pretty good shape. Good he, does he have a, Does he have eligibility to to play? Can we get Brock Speck on the field? <laughs> i don't know i don't know what you do after the year i'm generally not a fan of firing quick firings and quick triggers and that's quick changes I say. Right? you start you no start
0: i don't it is after a year it, it, it doesn't show good stability with a program i know sometimes it's necessary but
2: man that's no that's i'm a not a fan loss. i'm generally not a fan of it which is why i don't really know what to philosophically i'm not huge on this constant turnover particularly what's with, with a position as important as the de- defensive coordinator but it is what it is um I don't know. Decisions up to Jeff Brom. That's why he makes uh, the big all bucks.
0: All right. So let's let's uh, we're we're coming up on time here. Let's turn our attention to, you know, for all this talk and all this hand wringing, you know, if Purdue were to win the next two games, which is not out of the it's not crazy talk, they're suddenly four and three going into that Champions Week, and all of a sudden the season looks a lot better. What do you anticipate? a little preview of, uh, or maybe this is the predicto, given our schedules. Um, What what do we see? What do we see against Nebraska? Do you have confidence or did the Rutgers game shake your belief that they can still slap around Nebraska?
2: Nebraska and Purdue, at least just kind of top line, uh, you know, they do it in very different ways, but their their defenses are both mediocre to bad. Their special teams are both abysmal and their offenses are both passable. Um, Now, the way that they do it is very different, but he, you know, i I wouldn't expect a low scoring under is what I'm saying right. Um, no. they're not they're not stellar defenses. So um, you I like know,
0: Purdue's I produce offense more than what they've been
2: doing. their offense. I
0: was saying it last week, and you watch them. it's so unimaginative at Nebraska, and I don't know what that is. You've
2: got some talent there. I don't get it. I yeah. don't get it. So but I, but I to me, the, you know a 500 record at the end of the champion uh, whatever what's it called championship champions weekend week, yeah. champions, champions week whatever
0: it's called champions legends um, and leaders weekend
2: yeah exactly legends weekend and the leaders weekend um i <laughs> i saw a map <laughs> i saw a map again of geographically how they drew the lines of legends and leaders and it was hilarious but anyway yeah. um like the the I think we were the leaders, by the way. But anyway. I still don't remember. I just don't remember. I don't right. remember. Um, I think getting to 500 after that weekend is possible, probable. I think that's what ends up happening. Basically, that means Purdue goes 2-1. Um, you know, I, I t- and I don't think we beat IU. So there's your, there's your oh, sport. Phoenix, man. I don't know. I don't they, know. That'll they, be. Their I defense
0: think that is really, really good.
1: Their defense is really, really, really you good.
0: I'm um, Alan, yep, the great coach. I, yeah, but last year they were pretty good, and Purdue was decimated, and it was 47 forty-seven, forty-one, or whatever the hell that forty-seven, forty-four. Like <laughs> that game is, we can we can joke the teams have good at the same time, but though that game, that's the different game, man. It matters in a different way. So I would hope that Brom would coach it as such. By the way, just quick aside, I was able to look it up. Right now, the over/under Purdue Nebraska is sixty-one and a half, which. In college, but that's still pretty high. Like yeah, I'd still or, go yeah, I'd still I'd go, go both teams in the yeah, 30s. 38-31 yeah, yeah, sure. sounds very, very possible. That yeah. kind of a game. Yeah. And
1: I think uh, I think they've been up in the forties twice in the last three years, haven't they? Both teams, if I remember correctly.
2: Against each other, sure. Yeah, yeah. but oh, the, one of them I think was that overtime or double overtime game, right? So um, but one I you was know,
0: refreshing I, myself on was the Hazel Era when they won fifty-five forty five. Remember that weird ass <laughs> game? <laughs> when they were so bad. And they got up, like, I looked at it, it was like 41-16. And we were all like, "Woo!" And then all of a sudden it was like, Nebraska touchdown, Nebraska touchdown, Nebraska touchdown. Oh my god, they're going to lose this game in the fourth quarter. And they almost did. Uh, I don't care. I really want to be a pummeling, but at this point I'll take any kind of... There's actually some more fun in beating them by, like, a fluky score at the end. Because then Frost has to somehow it's sound
2: a chaos, Hey, it's chaos season man either chaos season you take advantage of chaos season or chaos season takes advantage of you that's what it is
1: Yeah no doubt
2: and so I, yeah. I don't have confidence just for the record Barnes Saturday. being out you good. Out. Barnes being out for the first half isn't that's great such a um,
0: bullshit call and that yeah. is so terrible
1: I see I don't think that one's bullshit I, I you know and I I'm, I'm I'm really quick to to say rest yeah. bullshit I think the rules dumb but I think that is correct because whenever you put your eyes down on the ground, lead with the crown of your helmet, hit the person, the player first with the helmet. I think it's actually
2: a very easy call to make. Um, he, it's he al- Andy, I would like they should be to launching too. So yeah, it's almost like they should be uh, call it, making those calls with intent in mind. Uh, you know, the letter because. Intent, I didn't think the intent was there on.
0: Bart's I've hated dad. it from the beginning but because there's,
2: while there's I, of course. wants call though, right? Because
1: we've had, remember the old face mask call where there's a five and a 15. That yeah, doesn't yeah. work, you know? So I think it's a stupid rule because I think football is a brutal game. That's a different discussion, right? It's um,
0: also hard to tackle without leading with your head. It's not physically anatomically really possible. You don't tackle. There's, like a, the there's feet. a whole and I, I don't think it. you guys have
1: coached football. There's a whole movement. Of I, get up, heads heads up I get it. Heads up. Heads
0: up tackle. And they I get have it. classes. I get it. man. but, but it. your body, when you tackle, is going from the top towards the it's
2: person. tough. It's, it's a very tough difficult. And... Barnes being out is the only thing, honestly. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but all depends. Is, is George coming back?
0: I don't know. He's got to be out 21 hope, yeah. days. No, 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 no. 21 I days. I don't think he's no. there yet. I don't, I think, don't think he's there
2: I, I actually think that – I don't think he's there for IU. Like, I think – I actually think that he's out. Um,
0: no, but I think it – I just corrected myself. I
2: think – isn't it 21 days after yes, the COVID? Yes, it's 21 days, yeah. Yeah, so that was, was like a week ago. So he's he's gone. He's gone. Right. He's yeah, gone. no, that I, I, he's done for the. I think he's done until maybe whatever that championship weekend is. I think is. he is. But um, you know, I just think he's in for IU. I think it the it times yeah. out like he would. get it does it? it. It might. Um, but that's another. You know, week and a half. Is, neither team is very strong. Both teams, you know, bad defenses. We'll see. Bet the over. That's my predicto right. Now.
1: Our friends at Martin Vantage are a family-owned Purdue business. And if you're looking for a Purdue gear, go to martinvintage.com right now. They've got a brand-new sweatshirt that's got the old Block P on the on the sleeve and the old Pete swinging a hammer on the front. I love the retro stuff. There's a hoodie or there's a crew neck. Check them out, martinvintage.com. Uh, we can get together and talk about basketball in the near future, and we should, I think. I um,
0: agree, and I just saw your tweet, by the way. If Zach Eadie's not going to miss any sh** all year, I think that is a good strategy. Just Purdue... Purdue Just finally make has... all your baskets. So I was I was wrong, of course, but
1: math. it was actually he's missed four. He missed one and then two and then one. Incredible though, still. Uh that's an incredible stat in itself. Missing four at Purdue, shots Purdue
2: finally we'll we'll do a separate full separate one on basketball, but Purdue finally has a seven footer that tries to dunk everything.
1: Every time he turns around, this is my favorite thing. I said this when I was watching him yesterday afternoon. He gets the ball, he turns to find the rim, and just tries to That's attack it. it. That's incredible. It. I love it.
2: <laughs> it's incredible, and he's <laughs> well, only played basketball for two years. He's gonna be awesome. <laughs> How dumb is that? He's gonna be, and he's great. probably still growing. He's probably still growing. He's like he are, he's eighteen. Growing
0: that
1: according to the, uh, I, I, well, I, what's he I, gonna be seven six? This is yeah,
2: insane. Yeah, baby. But, uh, we got Yao Ming. We got Yao Ming two
0: well, I think it was in our group chat. Yours, it just keeps resonating in my head that he's impossibly huge. It is. <laughs> he's so
2: it is. impossibly gigantic. And we thought Haas was. Haas was, to be fair. Haas, Haas was. was just a Haas. Truck.
1: But the funny thing is, here it, they went to timeout yesterday. And they showed the huddle. I don't know if you guys saw this. And and Edie was behind the huddle, just looking into it. No big
2: deal. Crazy. You know, Brandon Newman is about is kind of on the smaller side on this roster because I think he, so Ethan Ethan Morton is taller than him. Yeah, no, Brandon Newman's taller than I am. Brandon yeah. Newman is six five. And Sasha's pretty tall, right? Sasha's six, is six four, five, five, five too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's like that's the, you know, those are the smallest guys, you know, on the on the court. So you know, I, I don't. And then Zach Eadie is still yeah, just yeah. unbelievably uh, huge. So yes, we will talk about we will gush about Zach Eadie later. And,
1: yeah. and I want I want everyone out there to understand that I think the three of us are in unison in this idea that we don't think the season's over. Right, Fair first statement. Season?
2: Yes. No, not at all. Not a, I, that's why I think the takeaway is calm down, people. Like, be mad. But, like, <laughs> yeah. just really, you know, like, it's fine.
0: So write it off. Because because let me just sum that up. The thing I've asked a few of those people who are very on the, well, it's, it's, it's over. It's, it's is what do you do next then? What is, your, what is your solution if not to support this approach for at least a little longer? What is your solution? Get rid of them and get whom? hill spinning at the end right like i don't next year is hopefully an 11 12 game season first so that's, first
2: round yeah. pick mock drafts rondell moore by the way we'll see oh
0: he's uh man i, I that's one again. of my
2: christmas wishes
0: if
1: anybody wants to get me anything is i'd like to have at least one more special rondell moore game
2: game oh yeah That'd right be nice. we've got Are we've got best case scenario, three shots at it for the bucket be would be nice. Be Rubbing
0: it, Scott Frost is like a 200-yard game against Scott Frost.
1: I think who I think there's that? your best odds, right? Because oh. right now you've got Michigan or Maryland in the uh, in the plus one game, mm-hmm.
0: which is boring as hell. Who cares? Right. Who cares about either one of those? I mean, they want to win it, but who? They're, they're,
2: I mean, that's not interesting. These it's next not, two are fun. It's on, it's not Nebraska or IU exactly. I mean, like those are the teams we have wanted. Those are the ones, you know. And I mean Minnesota, you know. Well, they yeah. did win that game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Eventually, you know, anyway, tough to swallow. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Uh, well, not really. That's a little strong. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Ball Sports uh, Handsome Hour Daytime Edition. BS up all day.
1: Love you guys. Good afternoon. Good <laughs> afternoon.